Microsoft Surface. I am thrilled for this special edition of our unscripted podcast because I am joined by one of the newest inductees into the 49ers Hall of Fame, which was announced uh, back in June during the team's state of the franchise. Uh, I feel like I have to run off his uh, accolades to introduce him, but he's a two-time Pro Bowler, a three-time Super Bowl champ, a member of the franchise's 10-year club. I can go on and on, but wide receiver John Taylor. I sat down with John to talk a little bit about his most memorable moment on the field, which shockingly, believe it or not, is not the drive, uh, what his favorite play calls were, how he actually slept through his draft day. It's an interesting story. And also a little bit of insight of playing with both Joe Montana and Steve Young, how they both orchestrated uh, their huddles and the differences and similarities between the two quarterbacks. It's definitely an interesting conversation. Super excited to get him to sit down. So take a listen as we look, we, we jump in our time machines and we listen to John Taylor recall some of those memorable moments in red and gold. We are here in the 49ers Museum with one of two of the most recent inductees into the 49ers Hall of Fame, John Taylor, two-time Pro Bowler, three-time Super Bowl champion, was on the NFL All-Decade team in the 1980s. As I say this in looking back at your career, what stands out? <laughs> number of different things stand out. <laughs> one, that I actually had a career in the NFL because I was always too small. You know what I mean? Um, you're not going to be good enough. You know, According, like what Patrick said, you're going to be in that 1%. I didn't even look at it that way because I wasn't a football player. I was a baseball player. That's what I looked at. But I wound up in football. I want to talk about a story that I just learned about you. You didn't even expect to be drafted into the NFL. Actually, on draft day, you were taking a snooze. Tell me about this story and just realizing, like, wow, I'm going into the NFL. Tell me about that. Well, I, I remember my senior year at Delaware State, I was, um, there was a gentleman who was a scout for the 49ers, Neil Smith. He came to uh, Delaware, and I remember him asking me if I, mind play, if I wanted to play in the blue-gray game. And I said, yeah. And he said, but it's on Christmas Day. I said, okay, that's fine. So I actually went and I played in that game. But after playing in that game, I played in the Senior Bowl game, that whole deal, I never anticipated going into the NFL because that wasn't my game. My game was baseball. That's what I always played. That's what I loved. And it just so happened that day of the NFL draft, I'm upstairs asleep because that's the last thing on my mind is that I'm going to get drafted. And my older brother came up and told me that I got drafted. And I said, okay. And I laid back down and went to sleep because I thought he was lying to me, <laughs> number one. But then my dad came up and told me, yeah, he's, he's telling you the truth. You, you just got drafted by San Francisco. <laughs> but now with that, you go back to that moment and then nine years later, you have this career with the San Francisco 49ers. Do you have a favorite memory of playing in the red and gold? If so, what yes. is it? Yes. I have a couple, actually. Of course, that one is that uh, Monday night game against the Rams. It's so funny because I always said I made the Rams move to St. Louis 
after that 89 season. I made them move to St. Louis. Now they're back again. But the real game that I, I, I remember the most is we were up in Seattle playing Seattle Seahawks at the Old Kingdom. And Steve Bono was the quarterback. And we were in the game. We were losing at the time. And I remember Steve Bono hit me with a pass in the end zone. And you ever saw that? Um, have you ever seen the uh, Sports Illustrated commercial where they're advertising Sports Illustrated and they say you'll get a bang out of it? <laughs> I was that person on the bang getting hit by Eugene Robinson, the free safety for uh, Seattle Seahawks. I had caught the touchdown pass and I had relaxed. And he stuck his helmet, the crown of his helmet, straight here in my sternum. And I did a complete somersault in the air, but I had the ball was hooked into my arm like this. And I come down, I land on the ground, and I get up, and all my teammates are coming to congratulate me, and I come up swinging at people because I had the wind knocked out of me. I couldn't breathe, and everybody's smacking me, that whole deal, and I'm trying to get my breath. That's a game that I'll never forget. <laughs> now, looking at your career and the head coaches you have played for, and you being a wide receiver, is there a play call that was your favorite of your career you loved when this call came? Slants, any slant pattern. And the reason I love slant pattern is because it started in college at Delaware State. I was on the practice squad, you know, when you first go to a team, they put you on the practice squad because they don't think you can play that whole deal. So. I did what I had to do, and I'll never forget when I first got to Dell State, they didn't even know my name. They knew my last name. They, all they knew me by was JT. And I remember them putting me in there, and on scout team, basically you have a card held up and you do whatever your position is, right? So I go on the scout team, and mine was a slant. So I catch the slant pattern, put a move on the DB, go the distance. So I come back. And I heard the coach tell my position coach to put me back in there, put me on the opposite side. We're going to run the same thing. Mm -hmm. Ran the same thing. I did the same thing, right? So I couldn't play in any game until it was like the last three games of the season because they had to make sure I didn't get any financial aid. So they had to get that all cleared up. And by the time it got cleared up, I was able to play the last three games. Well, the first game that I wound up playing in was against Virginia Union. We were at homecoming. And I'm dressed, I'm on the sideline. You know, we're losing, I'm on the sideline. I'm just happy to be on the sideline, basically, right? So I'm on the sideline and all of a sudden the coach goes, Taylor, go in. So I go in and the quarterback at the time, his name was Rod Lester. He comes in the, in the huddle and he goes, Hey, Taylor, we're going to run that slant pattern. I said, works for me. All right. I get up, get to the line of scrimmage, snap the ball. He hits me in stride. I split everybody and score a touchdown. We went homecoming. Get into the NFL. What's my biggest play? <laughs> Two slant patterns, 98 yards against the Rams. So the slant's always going to be my favorite pattern. <laughs> I didn't mind the getting hit because I felt like this. If you don't catch it, you're going to get hit. So catch it and get hit for a reason. That's the way I looked at it. 
A big thank you to our partner Microsoft Surface. Microsoft Surface plays a huge role in preparation and game day for the San Francisco 49ers. And as a proud partner in the preferred laptop of the San Francisco 49ers, Microsoft Surface provides players and coaches with the tools needed to succeed both on and off the field. I feel like we knew the answer to that question, but it just sounds so much better when you tell the story. But you were one of the receivers to play for both Joe Montana and Steve Young. I want you to give me a little bit of insight of both of these quarterbacks in the huddle. How are they? Is Joe, Joe cool? Is he pretty straightforward? How Steve, is he relaxed? How are these quarterbacks in the huddle? Yeah, Joe is exactly what they call him, Joe cool. You know, I mean, prime example is Super Bowl 23. You, we're in the huddle, we're losing. TV timeout, he's cracking jokes about Giant Candy on the first row of the bleachers. But it's a true story. Giant Candy was on the first <laughs> row of the bleachers, right? We're losing TV timeout. He comes into the huddle and he's talking about, he goes, let's just do what we got to do and go to hell home. Like that, right? So this is my first Super Bowl. I, I watched them on TV, but never played them. So I'm sitting in the huddle like this, and all of a sudden, uh, Harris Barton, they used to call him H. Joe goes, yo, H, check out John Candy. And everybody in the huddle turns around and look, and there goes John Candy, right? So, I mean, he was just what they called him, Joe Cool, you know? Steve, Steve would get in the huddle. Sometimes it'd be more... I don't want to say sporadic, but a lot of people talking, put it that way. You know, everybody's, I'm open, I'm open. No, I'm open, man, I'm open. And I used to sit in the huddle, right, and I would be looking in my mind going, now picture this, Ricky Waters, then myself, Jerry Rice, Brent Jones. It's a dream team right there. And everybody's open with one ball. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it was like... You go into the huddle and sometimes you, you really have to say to yourself, pay attention to what's going on. Forget about them saying they're open, they're open, you know. Steve's huddle was a little bit more looser than Joe. Joe would come in and just take command of the huddle, you know. This is what we're going to do type of deal, you know. So, But they both were great quarterbacks. Wow. So you have been a part of three Super Bowl teams. I want you to give me one word to describe each of the teams that you were on. I would say the best word I could say is that we were all scrappers. Hmm. You know, we all fought for each other. It wasn't just one. You know, we all had each other's back, regardless of what it was. You know, so I would definitely say scrappers. All right, so I got to ask you, got to put you on the spot, of those three Super Bowls, which is your favorite and why? <laughs> That's easy. <laughs> Super Bowl 23. Because how many, how many young kids grow up playing sports and always say, if I make this catch, we win the Super Bowl. If I make this throw, we win the Super Bowl. Or if basketball, if I hit this shot, whatever it is, you know, I can honestly say I lived that, you know. So Super Bowl 23 would definitely have to be my favorite. Do you ever go back and watch the game? I have, yeah. Yeah. I, it's, it's funny. I get sometimes people email me different clips from different games, you know. Um, the last one that I got, it was so funny. It was a preseason game. We were playing the Raiders. And I was doing a punt return. 
and I come up the sideline and I spin on somebody and I come up and there's Matt Millen. And I was going to stop to try to spin on him, but as I stopped, he hit me. And he hit me and all of a sudden, he, it's like him standing over me counting like this, right? So I had to pop up real quick. It didn't hurt, it looked worse than it did, but it was just the mere fact that he's standing there counting me like he's gonna count me out. <laughs> That was, that was pretty funny. Then when, when Matt came over to the team, because Matt played in uh, Super Bowl twenty nine, me and him would always laugh about it every day at practice. <laughs> you have a number of stories and so many memories that the faithful remember and that we love hearing about, but we are just so excited to have you forever enshrined in the 49ers Hall of Fame. So again, congratulations, and we can't wait for the faithful to be a part of the celebration. Thank you. I appreciate it. I want to thank John Taylor for stopping by the 49ers Unscripted Podcast presented by Microsoft Surface. Fans will be able to witness him immortalized into the 49ers Hall of Fame in week 15 as the 49ers host the Atlanta Falcons. That will be the ceremony. Both John Taylor and linebacker Patrick Willis will be inducted into the 49ers Hall of Fame. You can be there to witness this moment. Head to 49ers.com slash tickets on how you can be a part of 49ers history.